ಆರ್ ಲಿಸನಿಂಗ್ ಟು ದ ಅಗಸ್ತ್ಯ ಆರ್ ಭವಂತಃ ಅಗಸ್ತ್ಯ ಸತ್ರಂ ಶೃಣ್ವಂತಿ ಇನ್ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ಅಗಸ್ತ್ಯ ಆರ್ ವಿ ಬ್ರಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಯು ಅನ್ ಇಂಟರ್ವ್ಯೂ ವಿತ್ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೊನಾರ್ಟ್ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ಆನ್ ಡಿಕೊಲೋನೈಸಿಂಗ್ ಎಜುಕೇಶನ್ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ಡು ಯು ಟ್ರೂಲಿ ಬಿಲೀವ್ ದಟ್ ಎನಿ ಇಂಡಿಯನ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಬಿಕಮ್ ಟ್ರೂಲಿ ಫ್ರೀ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಫ್ರೀ ದಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಸ್ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ನೆಹರೂವಿಯನ್ ಸೆಕ್ಯುಲರಿಸಮ್ ವಿದೌಟ್ ಎಜುಕೇಟಿಂಗ್ ದಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ the pre-mecolian system or removing the influence of mecolism from the life well uh, to remove that influence is uh, a hard thing to do but yeah i mean gradually you can make that conscious choice that you're not going to follow that uh, cultural policy anymore uh, as for neruvian secularism uh, there are many uh, many upcoming intellectuals people that I don't know personally but I, that I, whom I see on, on Twitter or so who are cons- consciously freeing themselves from that Nehruvian influence who also say you see I was an, an automatic secularist I didn't know better and then since four years or so I started reading the right authors Sita Ramgoel for example mm-hmm. or now uh, Rajiv Malhotra for example or um, uh, Agni Hotri with his uh, Urban Naxal's book yeah. and so on, seeing it from a different perspective, seeing through this Nehruvian so-called consensus mm-hmm. and, and deliberately freeing myself from it. Absolutely. So that is, that is really happening, that is perfectly possible. And so if this government uh, were to really address this Mm-hmm. On, on, on a policy level scale, yes, it could even go fast. Absolutely. So then I would then say that if I interpret that correctly, no Indian can call himself or herself truly free until, for example, if you're a Tamilian, if you cannot read Punian Selvan in its original, right, and have a discussion on it, really understand it, mm-hmm. or read Sanskrit, if you can read Kaldasa in original and truly understand it, if you're a Bengali, Gujarati, whatever your first language mm-hmm. is, if you cannot read the great literature of your own language in its original and think in it, be in it, immerse yourself in it, until then, you're still not free. You haven't achieved your, independent, your personal right. independence or freedom. Yes, I agree. Um, people should... Um should free themselves from that identity problem mm-hmm. by re-establishing their own identity. You see, I don't like identity politics, neither from the left nor from the right, mm-hmm. but precisely for that reason, it is needed to be, to be at peace on that identity front. Mm-hmm. You see, when you, when you deprive people of their national identity, of their cultural identity, then that becomes an issue then they have to fight to get it back. Now, you see, I think people have better things to do, so I prefer that they do not have to fight to get it back. Just leave it to them, mm-hmm. or just give it to them. But you see, uh, do not try to alienate them from their own culture. Do not impose another culture on them, as is being done still today by Nehruvian secularism. Thank you. Uh, I think we're going to keep running over time. I know we only have five minutes from the scheduled time, but we'll probably run it for another 10-15 minutes because this is such an amazing opportunity to pick Dr. Elsa's brain, so I'm going to keep going. Uh, so, 
now that we've okay we've seen what is colonization we've seen why do we need to get rid of it let's talk about the how mm-hmm. and would it be fair to say that that is one aspect in which 70 years of post independent india has failed well i'd say that it hasn't been tried um there have been attempts for example to translate modern culture into hindi to make hindi words available for every new concept is that fabled a very big hindi dictionary by raghuvira mm-hmm. who for a while was the uh, president of the jan sangh the earlier incarnation of the bjp and so uh, you know people used to make fun of that like uh, the famous example lohapat gamini she mm-hmm. who runs on the iron road that is to say the train so instead of saying train you would create a sanskrit word lohapat gamini and so that would do now of that you see a lot of fun has been made mm-hmm. and you see that policy as a whole has not caught on but mainly because it hasn't really been tried raghuvir was a strange man on the side in the margin and so you know his ideas were not turned into policy mm-hmm. whereas that is perfectly possible let me um take the example of france they have a deliberate policy of creating french words for all new concepts that come up and in some areas which the government can control like the news readers for example <laughs> they impose those words and most of them not all of them but most of them do catch on mm-hmm. like you have in french le courriel uh, for email and um so this has caught on this is used mm-hmm. all the time and so if you could be a little bit more creative and more proactive mm-hmm. um with this modern use of hindi for example uh this would catch on a lot better mm-hmm. now you have the reverse tendency in um in delhi at any rate you notice very much and i, I think now with modern media it is spreading much faster than it used to uh you have this use of what they call english hmm. uh where every significant word in a sentence uh is said in english mm-hmm. even in hindi sentences mm-hmm. like for instance i heard of the death of the philosopher ram swarup as follows shri ram swarup dead ho gaya <laughs> you know Yeah. and this happens a lot and it it can be a numeral or a color or any ordinary word can be put into english just to you know because this this is felt right yeah. that a significant word should be in english it just feels like we are getting systematically just becoming illiterate in our own languages well that is exactly what is happening yeah. i once talked to a professor pk agarwal the son of vs agarwal was a famous intellectual and he said you see every year dozens of hindi words are dying are falling out of use mm-hmm. because there you see if it's a bit of a, a learned term then people think oh but you see this should be in english mm-hmm. hindi that can be used to talk to the cleaning lady or the chai wala but anything serious should be in english and so any mm-hmm. serious scholarly word in hindi is falling into disuse right uh so so continuing the thread where you said okay a lot of these policies have not been tried 
many people in India were hoping that with the rise of the Modi BJP and you know Modi government coming into power in 2014, some of these policies would be put in place or some of these issues would be addressed. But that ha hasn't been the case. They have not, uh, in fact, uh, put education on high priority in terms of their agenda or address all these issues. Uh, so my question to you would be, if, if you hope someday, if they were to appoint, say, for example, yourself as an advisor to the HRD minister in, in, in India and say, what are your top three recommendations to decolonize Indian education system? What would you what would you recommend to them? Yeah, well, as a historian, I am privy to uh, the developments in the uh, Indian Council of Historical Research, mm -hmm. where I know quite a number of people, and so uh, I know about the developments there. Now, I must say, uh, I re regret to say that there, the government has not really done what it could have done. Um, it has used the power to nominate people, not to nominate creative spirits who would influence the policies, um, who would, you know, create new textbooks, who would make sure that that is implemented. No, on the contrary, they are using this simply for, you know, giving plum posts to uh, gerontocratic RSS men as a reward for their lifelong service to the organization, but not at all with an eye on influencing policy. Mm -hmm. you, often people who are not, not skilled in this, this discipline. Mm -hmm. so, um, so on the whole, you see, I think that the government in this respect has, has failed badly. It has had no active uh, cultural policy, certainly not of restoring um, Hindu knowledge. For example, um, Kapu Kapoor and Michel Danino have a few years ago, still under Congress government, written a textbook about Indian knowledge systems, mm -hmm. about Indian contributions to science, anciently, medievally. And um, so that book was put into circulation already by the UPA government. Under the uh, BJP government, this has not been continued, let alone expanded, mm -hmm. you see, let alone generalized. Yeah. And so there you see the effect has been rather negative. Now, that is a general problem of the uh, Modi government. Many cultural issues that are really important have not been addressed, uh, including uh, legal issues like, for instance, the abolition of the anti-Hindu discriminations in education and in temple management. I see, um, for instance, the Right to Education Act you know, enacted by the Congress Communist Co Coalition in 2008, uh, is very discriminatory against Hindu schools, imposes an extra burden on them, which is not imposed on the minority schools. So, you see, it would be very consequential, very effective to abolish these discriminations. I don't ask for any privileges for the Hindu community, no Hindu Rashtra or anything, no, just apply real secularism, that is, real equality regardless of religion. And that will automatically create a lot more space for Hindu education. Without privileging Hinduism, just mm -hmm. allowing them the same rights as the minorities have. Okay. Now, that this government has not done 
Whereas, you see, they could perfectly do it. Many of their activists said, yeah, but you see, next, next government, you see, they need time to... Now, that is not true. Many of their parliamentarians are sitting there idly. They just push the button when the, the party uh, headquarters say so. Otherwise, they don't do anything meaningful. You preferably have enough people who can, you know, occupy themselves with this. So that the government has not been done. Maybe, <clears throat> I'm, you know, I like to think that it is a lack of self-confidence that they still do not dare to stand up to secularism that even though no longer in government, uh, still occupies the mental space, the mm -hmm. ideological space. Perhaps if they win again, um, and I still say if, uh, maybe this will be broadcast also after everybody knows the <laughs> results. But so if they, win, um, if they win again and form the government again, perhaps now they are more more confident uh, to address these issues. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not pessimistic. It's just that it's about time to set to work. Okay. Enjoy listening to the Agastya R. Is there something you really liked or would like to see in a future episode? Agastya Gurukulam welcomes your feedback either by phone or text message at 919-294-4800 or by email at info at radionaira.com or by online chat messaging at radionaira.com.